Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Thoughtful Talent Show. I'm Jen with Jen Werner Coaching. And I'm Chad Ahern of Talent Teams Consulting. And today we're back with our another episode and two wonderful guests, one of which is returning and another one we've got new. So I get the honor of reintroducing Kevin Teeler. Kevin is the founder of The Sales Code, a consulting firm which helps technology leaders unlock value in B2B sales teams. He's a fellow Gallup Certified Strengths Coach and an ED Growth Certified Coach, just like Jen and I are. And fans of the show will recognize him from our competition episode. He joins us again today from his home in Bristol, England. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us, Kevin. It's my pleasure. Thank you for such a gracious introduction, Chad. Welcome back, Kevin. And I'm honored to introduce and welcome our brand new guest to the show, Petra Lepke. So um, Petchel has 23 years career experience in Washington, D.C., where she worked with two members of Congress. She, has, um, she was a senior executive manager in the federal government, an entrepreneurial, having started her retail business, and a leadership coach and consultant. So as a fellow, as a, sorry, as a fellow Gallup certified strengths coach, she is passionate about championing managers, leaders, teams, and small businesses to create their greatest impact. She is coming to us from her home in Nashville, Tennessee. And if you're searching for her on LinkedIn, you can find her by her full name, which is Dawn Petchalupke. Welcome, Petch. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and talk about this talent today. Yeah, so Chad, um, she set us up just perfectly. We brought them both back on because they have command in their top five. Um, Kevin, remind me, is it your number one? It is. Oh yes. my goodness. And and Petchel for you, where does this fall? Number five. Okay. So to to kind of help with the audience of why we brought them on, um, it's a fifteen for me. Where is this for you, Chad? Thirty-three, second from okay. the bottom. So I am gonna learn a lot today. Um I've talked to Kevin, you know, Kevin and I um have our paths have crossed a number of times. So I've I've heard his command and I know that there's so much I need to learn. And so much I need to understand about this theme because it is so low on my order. So thank you sure. both for coming here and not only educating us, but also our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And to like level set everyone, let's start with the Gallup um, short description. Can you read that for us, Chad? Sure. So Gallup defines the command theme as follows. People who are exceptionally talented in the command theme have presence. They can take control of a situation and make decisions. And knowing oh, yes. these two the way I do, I know that we're going to get plenty of that today. And I'm looking forward to what they have to share with us. So awesome. to start us off and to build on that initial uh, description, I would like us to start by you know, just trying to focus on the command. I know as coaches, we all know that they don't operate in silos. But as we focus just on this theme, I'm curious if you can tell us a little bit about how this shows up for you personally. How does it play out? How might people recognize it? And Petra, I'm going to start with you. Um, if you could give us maybe some, some snapshots into what this looks like. Yeah. So command is number five. And so it is mixed in with my other top four. Um, and we talked about uh, look like I appreciate that you acknowledge we're not just one talent theme. Right. Um, so for me, command is a very strong talent um, in that other people experience it. 
Mm. And so it's something that, um, you know, whereas other talent themes might be the thinking themes where it's internal. It's really so, um, I think people experience it externally. So for example, for me, the way it shows up is when I hear people are stuck somewhere in their life, I immediately want to help them get unstuck and move forward. It's like, I want to stand in that gap. I want to, I believe for them that there's possibility where they don't see that possibility and I get energized and excited. So I have this energy and movement forward and I get excited. And I think that it's, um, it's really authentic and people experience that authenticity. And I think they know that I care for them in this situation and that I'll fight for them and stand in the gap and that I'm for them. And I think people experience that I'm for them. Oh, that's awesome. So I see it as like kind of almost like a developing potential in other people because I see something for them. So it's like a developmental tool in, in a way of like, I see something here that I want to champion for you, with you, and let's explore how that, let's, we can make that happen. So, um, I have this enthusiasm around it, energy and excitement, and I don't have a fear of failure, right? Some people, when they're stuck, like things are working for them up until a certain point, right? But they have this desire for something else and they're stuck. And I'm like, I don't have a fear of failure. And I might even explore that conversation. Like what, what's the worst that can happen? Let's, mm -hmm. let's have that conversation. So that's, nice. that's kind of in short how I uh, just jump in. If so, if you share that you're stuck, I love that. Like, right? command, command, like every talent theme has a need, right? Every, right. That's one of the things we, we have a need and I need challenges. Okay. So the environment right. where I need, where I have challenges. So bring your challenges. Nice. Thanks. Awesome. First explanation. I love the, the initial dive in. Kevin, I'm curious if it shows up similar or maybe in slightly different ways for you, because I know you have a different set of talent themes in and around your command. How does command show up for you personally? If you focus just on the command portion of your, of your um, talent theme blends. I, I could echo quite a bit of what Petrol said. It was interesting, really interesting listening to that. Cause you don't often get to meet people with command in their top five very often. Cause it's one of the rarer reported strengths, isn't it? From Gallup. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm I'm that person that has always been pushed into, and not pushed, but I mean, he's been happily in many ways pushed into roles to speak up for other people. Mm. And so I'm at school. I um, apart from being the class clown, but I mean that's a different story. <laughs> that's probably something else in my in my top five that, that enabled me to do that. I was actually voted the uh, year representative on the student council. Uh, when I was like 11, I think. Oh, wow. Because I'm the sort of person that speaks up for people, sometimes to my detriment, sometimes, mm. maybe sometimes to their detriment. I also stood and ran for um, president of the student union when I was at university and got successfully elected against the more prominent candidates. So, um, and I, I guess that leads into an interest I've always had, which we're not going to, we're not going to talk about this, right? But, but I am passionate about issues and about being, you know, what I think is right. So politics has always interested me. A big politics, not sport. I hate small politics. 
the stuff that goes on in companies, corporate politics, jockeying for position, mm. all that stuff. Can't stand that. Really, really annoys me. But I'm talking about what I would call big politics. So, you know, the the um, the leadership race in America is going to fascinate me this year. The leadership race mm. in the UK is a big election over here. Those things really interest me. And I think back to what Petra was saying, actually, speaking up for others that I think are underrepresented, but don't have a voice. I, 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 I think that's the that's the, the right side of, of command in my professional life. Well, I'm, I've been a salesman since 1983 when I started selling Yellow Pages, and I have traditionally enjoyed working for smaller companies rather than bigger ones. Hmm. And the reason I, I partly because I think the politics issue I because I speak up, doesn't I don't always speak up at the right time, learn how to moderate that a bit now. But generally, if I feel there's something going on I don't agree with, I'll be the first one to raise his voice. People look around the table at me and go, well, Kevin's going to say something here. right? Mm. <laughs> and I can't help myself, even if I know it's going to be detrimental to my career. So I've avoided big companies partly because of that, but partly because I'm a challenger. As Petrol said, I like to challenge. And big companies often have got the market behind them. So... I've chosen a difficult path in my career. I would have made more money and been more successful on paper, probably by working for some of the market leaders rather than taking the ultimate challenge, starting my own coaching business a couple of years ago, which has not been easy running. But I did that on the basis that I guess like petrol, I don't fear failure. Hmm. And I'm very confident about my, my ability to confront issues and challenging people's mentalities. Now, other mentalities, their, their mindsets or their, conclusions about what's good for them in a, in a in a commercial concept so with it solutions is something i enjoy doing wow, wow. I, i'm oh i'm already amazed at the difference about sort of the developer versus the i won't say the traditional version of command but that that challenge that like challenger that, mm -hmm. um speaking up for people and, and Petra, you you mentioned the speaking up but i i sensed much more of almost a development Thing, you know, standing beside somebody and walking and giving them voice versus, you know, kind of almost Kevin's version, which is a little bit more confrontational. Often, I, I, I know Kevin, so I can say that I know it always comes from a good place, but then, well, not always. No, no, all right. So not always, but most of the time in your, in your conversations with me, I know that it's, it's come from a good place that you're, you're always looking for the best solution, you know, speaking up and advocating but it's the advocation versus Petra, yours seems a little bit more standing next to and, and mm -hmm. developing them and seeing the opportunities for them. So wow. it's it just, a, just I, I just wanted to highlight the slight gradation I'm, I'm seeing and hearing from both of you, which I think is fantastic. And I know is helpful to, to a lot of our listeners to start to understand this can show up a couple different ways. Right. Yeah, and I agree with everything uh, Kevin said, I, I picked one thing to talk about it because yeah. we talk about like kind of the strength of it, right? Right. But I think also taking into context, context is really key here, right? In my facilitation uh, role and coaching role, I think that's how I use it. But it's interesting to me that Kevin really uh, is passionate about politics because I worked in politics and I was wondering, since this is an influencing theme, do people with influencing themes are naturally drawn to working in these environments where you're speaking up and advocating because mm -hmm. I think that advocacy. Mm -hmm. And when I was in the federal government, I mean, I was challenging the status quo. That was really what I was doing. And I was willing to go places where a lot of people, right? The federal government is a huge bureaucracy, right? By the nature of yeah. employing millions of people and major, right? It's, 
And so I went in and I challenged a lot. And I think so I was kind of, um, it almost has a disruptor mm. kind of experience oh, to it, okay. I would say, as well. So I, I can do both. I can, <laughs> okay. Oh, it's also in the way of like, to me, it's like, this is a challenge because it's not working well. And how can we look at making it better? And so yes. I will okay. disrupt and interrupt the conversation of the status quo, I think. So okay. I think it's in context, right? I gave yeah. you asked sure. one way I use Very it. Very true. I use it different ways. Yeah. yeah sure. And it's I was not managing it for good. Yeah. I wasn't trying to put either of you in, in yeah. a box of any sort. I understand it can come out a lot of different ways. I was just noticing the slight variation um, in, in how it was starting to come out. I know we'll probably explore more as we get in further in this episode. I know Jen's got some great questions for us uh, next about sort of the, the upsides and downsides of this theme. So <laughs> I'm gonna let her take over and, and ask the next question, but I just, I appreciate the, the initial intro to this theme. Yeah, absolutely. And I love, I love hearing that, like that you're speaking up for others. I think that's such a beautiful place for command to be um, because it is, helping those who have a quiet voice or maybe are afraid to speak up for others. And, you know, Petula, knowing you and have, seeing your empathy and connectedness, I know that if I'm quiet and you're sensing what's going on with me, you're not gonna just let me sit there. You're gonna say it. You're gonna like bring this, you know, out in front of everyone. And Kevin, I heard you say that too. Like everyone sits around the table and looks like, well, Kevin's gonna tell everybody what, what he thinks. So I don't have to say anything because Kevin's gonna speak for us. Um, and I think that's such a powerful thing, but I wonder because this is such a powerful theme, um, we know all of our themes, no matter what they are, and no matter their their um, strength as far as like influencing versus a, an executing or a thinking theme, they can take us to dark places and maybe trip us up in life. So I want to talk about that first. And Kevin, I'm going to come to you. Can you share with us and our audience maybe some ways that you feel like command actually has tripped you up, like whether that's a raw raw overuse or 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 not? Oh, I, every day. Every day. <laughs> Honestly, yep, isn't every the day. Truth, yeah. In what ways, Kevin? Well, because it's such a dominant strength for me in being number one, and sure. it's it sits at the top of this list, and it's something which it can be a very blunt instrument. I mean, it's very easy to overpower people mm. using command, and the because again, and and people are not used to dealing with it because it's it's rare it's not not yeah. well reported it's not white you know it's down the bottom of the list of the more popular if you like mm -hmm. strengths so you know you have to remember that people are just not used to people showing up this way i think also there's something about there's probably some there's, there's certainly some degree of truth in the fact that cultural differences between countries are are, are um part of a factor right and and it's a very I think it's quite an extrovert theme if you want to use that very we don't like those very binary terms extrovert introvert do we but it, it, it does tend to be an extrovert theme if you're that confident that you're right about something sometimes it's really hard to give other people time I noticed I did it I mean I just been chatting to my wife and working from home she's talking about something and I've, I've just you know something that's got me going it's a political thing or something right and I've got I'm cranked up and thinking was that was that really a conversation or was I just bashing away at her right mm -hmm. and so I think that's the, that, I, the thing that I was most pleased about when I got my strengths finder back and really began to understand it and actually 
every conversation I have is is understanding it. This is this is a coaching conversation. So thank you for that. Um, was actually that that, and this is something people confuse a lot, as we know, that listening is not on the list of Clifton strengths because listening is a skill. I think it's true to say it's probably easier for some people than others. A friend of mine, because all of us, if you're a Clifton strengths enthusiast, all your friends have done it, haven't they? Uh, really, let's yes. be honest, right? <laughs> my, my friend Nick Holbrook, he won't mind me calling him out. Nick's got empathy in his top five. It's actually quite unusual for salespeople. And he really is a great listener. He's a fantastic listener. But I know with him, I can overpower him. And I've come off a conversation thinking, he asked me my opinion, didn't actually bother to stop and listen to his. So listening is the thing I consistently work on. That's the thing that dials command in so you can use it responsibly and not as a battering ram. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I you know, like uh, with Activator it, is another influencing theme. With Activator, high for me, and it's at five, but it feels like it's at one. And when it gets going, it's like I was sharing with Chad. It's like the Incredible Hulk. Once he starts turning green and growing, there's no stopping that. Like it just <laughs> happens. And then I have to like come back and apologize for it. So like listening to you talk about your command and that it gets in your way every day. Like my heart hurts for that from my place of activator because I know that feeling of of it just being so powerful. There's not a whole lot you can do to, to pull it yeah, but you back see, once the, it the, starts. The problem is, because I don't know, I, I don't actually, I, I love the definition of empathy, the Gallup definition of empathy, which is the ability to sense the emotional temperature in a room. Yeah. Right. I can't do that. I don't have it. It's, it's 33 for me. And, and I think that's, that's not unusual between command and empathy. They have that huge gap, right? right. So I, I really have to work at this thing. I know. So I think command's a great thing. I'm, I, I love it, actually. I think it's yeah. super useful, but it's yes. got to be used appropriately. Absolutely. It's got to be used appropriately. Oh, thank you so, so much. Petula, I saw you nodding so much, <laughs> listening to Kevin and, and feeling those same feelings. Do you, do you have similar or does it trip you up in different ways? Um, yeah, I'm right with Kevin on it. It, uh, causes trouble in relationships because sometimes the intent and the impact don't align. I intended to just give you information or ask a question and my impact was something else. By the way, that person's acting over there. Why are they all spun up? I don't understand it. There's this disconnect of the direct communication that it's just the way I know how to speak is directly. Mm -hmm. That's my default. And that's the way I'm wired and it offends people at times. And it's like, uh, what just happened? I will say, and, <laughs> that, and I, and, and like I texted somebody a week ago, one sentence and they are so upset with me. I'm like, it was one sentence text. And so I've learned, I got to pick up the phone and have a conversation <laughs> because, <laughs> and I need sure. to think about how I'm, saying it um and i i think you know i my heart goes out for kevin because he, he's right empathy and command on the gallop frequency they are um very unlikely pairs it's they're the rarest pairs and i actually fortunately i have empathy in oh. my top and so i really felt kevin's pain when he was saying like he gets in trouble every day and he doesn't know how to like read the temperature of the emotions in the room um, I don't know how much more it helps me because I'm like, okay, I can tell that this didn't go well, but I'm still not going to back off of it because I'm, I'm making oh. my point, right? So, yeah. so that's maybe an area for me to also keep considering um, with that command. It's so powerful 
and good. And then when it's not, it's also powerful in the same way of not. Yeah, Jen, you know what I'm hearing here is in some of our early episodes, we talked a lot about flavoring, you know, oh, yeah. uh, certain, certain themes flavor one another. And I'm also a big fan of um, the show Beat Bobby Flay, which is a cooking show. And what I'm hearing here is almost like it's a great spice to add until it's not. Like you you can almost over spice a dish. Mm. And oh, it's spicy. <laughs> it's spicy. <laughs> I, yeah, it definitely sounds like there's a there's a very distinct, almost tipping point to this theme. Yeah. Like it's you can advocate, you can get, you know, you can make a point, but the minute you you're not aware of it, all of a sudden it's too much and people can't handle the heat. It, it reminds me, Chad, when you said that of the time that I thought I was sprinkling pepper and I had opened the wrong end of the container and I just oh. dumped it. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's no coming back from that. Like, it's all in there now. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that analogy. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys, I really do appreciate it. I know this comes from a, a, a hard place of, of sharing what this looks like when it comes on too strong and you kind of lose that control of it. And I appreciate you sharing because I think you know, coming from my strengths and what I have and my activator and how much I've struggled with that one, I think it's so good for new people who have command and are just learning how to use it and see it in their daily life. They may not even see that this is how they, you know, come across to people. So it's so helpful. And I so appreciate you guys really being open and honest and sharing and vulnerable with us um, in our audience because I know it will, will lead to great things. Okay. I don't want to focus on that anymore because there are such wonderful things that come out of this for both of you. So Kevin, I'm going to start with you again. I want you to talk about where your command has really led you to be this giant influence for others in your work and life. What are those uh, those positive sides that that we know are there? Well, the, the, the career that I've had in sales, um, which has not been always stellar, but has certainly been long and productive <laughs> and generally fruitful for me. And I think if I was to think back on the thing that I most have enjoyed about the work that I've done over the past 40 years, I guess, it's the people that I've helped to develop. And perhaps I've done that. I've I'm, I'm not really thought about this, actually, until this call. I've not really thought about that in a developing sense, because I don't have a developer, which is another gun of strength, as we know. But I've always been interested in how can I make that person better? How can I help that person to achieve? Um, and, and I think the ability to challenge people's belief set around what they're capable of, mm -hmm. right? Because we do make our world small, don't we? And, yeah. and so I've done that. And I know I've done that successfully for people. I've done it as a coach. I think, and I think you have to own up to that. I, I don't have what... I mean, as a, as a Gallup strength coach, I'm quite unusual in the sense of the strengths that I've got. Sure. Right. I mean, it's not the regular profile. So I need to work with people that want to be challenged, that are up for that. I have to tell people when I start coaching them, they're very open about what my strengths are, of course. So they go on, I put them on the back of my business card. Um, we still have those things sometimes. Yep. <laughs> and so people know, right? So look, this is how I'm going to, this is how I'm going to show up in the coaching model. If you don't like it, I'm not the right person for you. Right. Um, it's, it's extended into my private life, obviously, because that strengths does as well. And, um, and, and the people in my family know that I'm sometimes going to be asking uncomfortable questions because I'm very happy to do that. 
because what I what I need to get is towards some degree of clarity and resolution. The harmony thing, by the way, is super interesting because my wife has it in a top five. And um, and you can see that the harmony and command actually want the same thing. They want consensus, but they just go about it in a different way. So I'll cut to the chase, like Petrol said, no bullshit, straight down to it. It's just done, right? I'll tell you what's right for you. Whereas my wife wants to have a discussion about what's what, you know, let's look at the possibilities before we land on. She's often been right. I mean, I've often been wrong. Because um, I will jump to the jump to conclusions very quickly because I'm sure I'm right about stuff. Yeah. Then I'll go and tell people what's good for them. So, so you, you, self awareness is the key to all of this. I think that's the answer, yeah. and how you operate. But it certainly helped me in my sales career. Um, although it's it's led me into, as I said earlier, a particular kind of sales career around, you know, the underdog, the David and Goliath battle is the one I love, right? And I wouldn't yeah. be Goliath; I want to be David, basically. <laughs> I I find that so interesting that you are wanting to be, you know, like with the little guys and take on mm. the big guys. Mm. It is interesting, isn't it? it there's no, no yeah. fear there. No, no. And actually, if I look back, I mean, again, financially, it's not been, it's not a great move. I mean, you, you obviously, you normally, it's quite a gamble going to work for small companies in the tech sector, which is mostly what I've done. Sure. Some of them, you get real lucky and, you know, you're in the right place at the right time to get this massive pay off in stock dividends never happened for me i made good paychecks but i would have, it would have had a commercially more successful career if i'd taken a more proven path so it's led me down you know some difficult paths but also i've taken people with me and mm -hmm. and right and therefore you have to be very clear with the people that you take on missions like that that it's yeah. going to be dangerous i'm going to be clear with you about this right i'm not going to sugarcoat it for you i don't want you coming back to me saying i didn't know what it was going to be like Right. Yeah. So I've often talked people out of jobs working for me because I didn't think the mission was one that would suit them. That's really big self-awareness right there. Huge. Yeah. Chad, you had a, a moment where like you yeah, well, looked I, like you were going to say I, something. Well, I, I didn't want to disrupt the, the wonderful sharings that that uh, Kevin's you know highlighting here. And I definitely still want to hear from Petrol about the, the yeah. benefits of, of command for her. But the, the harmony thing really struck me because I do have harmony as my number four. And Kevin, I think you and I have talked about this in a previous conversation as harmony is very much about not rocking the boat. Okay. All, all the energy should be about paddling forward. Let's, let's not deal a ton with the emotional wavelengths of everything. We've talked about emotion already in this episode. But what I, what I was taking away from command is it's almost like they want to rock the boat as much as possible, maybe even flip it over just to make sure the whole situation has been addressed, rectified, and then we move forward. And I will tell you, you know, the command seems to be coming across as once we've done all that, now I'm going to tell you which island we're going to paddle to. And don't worry about, you know, uh, contradicting that because I'm going to take charge of this situation. And, you know, that goes right back to the initial um definition of you know having presence and wanting to to sort of take um take control of the situation and so it was just a really interesting highlight when you said it you know it's come up with your wife and the difference between harmony and command and that, that but that they they want the same thing they're after the the practical resolution of something they just go about it in two very different ways so that that was just my the reflection i was having as he was talking about harmony i was like oh Yes, this this sounds very eerily familiar, 
and then I remembered the the past conversation you and I had had about it. So, um, with that, I, I do want to turn it over yeah. and uh, let Petula uh, contribute her her piece to this. Petula, Absolutely. Uh, positives to to this theme. We'll go where no man has boldly gone before, right? Like. <laughs> I'm not even a truckie, but I grew up watching that. Um, right. It's true. And I would say, I mean, everything Kevin said, it resonates uh, with me. It's like, we need to have the polarization and the challenges. Um, it doesn't surprise me the role he's in. He likes the challenge of it. I mean, somebody needs to advocate for the smaller company. Somebody needs to be in there fighting the fight. Right. And so someone with command, it makes sense to me that he would be there. Um, so for me, it's also been in leadership roles. Um, when I went from an individual contributor, I moved up to executive management and I was sort of like, how did I get here? Like before I had taken my strengths, that's why I think it's really important to take the assessment because it gives you this words around and this language and affirmation about like, this is based in research, right? 50 years of research that Gallup has done around these talent themes. And so there's a science to it. And so when I read my report, I was, when I read command, I was like, that's, that's the thing that everybody's been telling me about. That's the feedback I've been getting. And mm -hmm. I couldn't quite understand it because people are really either compelled towards me and want to follow and are energized by me, or they're really turned off. <laughs> They're compelled or repelled, right? Like, and it just didn't, I couldn't understand. So all of that is making sense. I think for me, it really helps me in those leadership roles. Like my boss would, whenever there was a rollout to a major, you know, 3000 person agency wide initiative, he would say, Hey, you get in that mix, pay attention, follow what's going on, be part of it. I want you on that. And I kept getting put on anytime there was major projects that were maybe off track um, behind schedule or wasn't going right, he oh. would send me in. And before I took the assessment, I thought, gosh, why do I, I'm getting this reputation, like, you don't want Petzl there because that means your project's not doing well, right? <laughs> oh, okay. I hated it. I hated that. But somehow he recognized in me that was my talent. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a judgment. It was like, hey, we just need to get this back on track. And I have this ability to go in and listen to everything and say, okay, what's needed? And it's right, command is where you take leadership when the, when it's needed, right? And so, so it could be either you're in a leadership role or it could be like, you're not in leadership, but sometimes where there's leadership needed, yeah. it's just mm. so easy for you to step in and run with it, right? We talk about those needs, like I need to um, step into a challenge. Awesome. I love hearing that about about how that other person even noticed it in you before you could even have words for it and and how powerful it was for you to have a word and then be able to instead of being afraid of like everyone's gonna hate me they think I'm just gonna come in and like it means this stuff's not going well and instead it's this like building you up and then once you knew what it was oh it's such a wonderful like story for strengths too you have shared with me before um this like protective nature that you think your command has. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, I, there is something about it. Um, I, I think that the really, there's a deep care for this person and this situation. And that's part of the fight that there's this importance to you and this situation 
that I'm excited and energized about. And so I think that comes across as, you know, feeling very protective over the person and the situation. And I think that people experience that. They, they're, I, I mean, people have joked about like, oh, it's be loved by patch. Woo. You know, like they know there's this deep, deep care and love that they experience. And there's this, you know, she'll tell you what she thinks. Right. And so yeah. um, there is, there's this really um, protective nature by deeply caring about mm-hmm. the person in the situation. And what a great way to build trust with others. Like once they, once I know you've got my back and you're going to fight for me, oh, heck yes, I want you in my side and on my corner. Like, cause what a huge influence you can make, huh, influence <laughs> with this. Well, I, I recommend everybody get somebody uh, with command on their team, on their back. They're going to have your back. Yeah. Get someone on your, get, they're going to fight for you um, and what's right and stand up for it. So I recommend it. Uh, you know, well, it goes goes right back to what Kevin was saying about sort of championing the underdog. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that advocation uh, component that I'm really hearing from both of you of, you know, yes, we can be out in front, but boy, we're doing it on the, on behalf of whoever's on our team, in our organizations, you know, for a particular cause. So I I think that's what you're sharing here is, is fantastic. I'm sure we could go for another probably 20 minutes on this conversation. There's so many great benefits of this. I do want to keep us moving along just so that we, we can sort of explore the, the, the interplay here, um, not only with command, but some of the other themes. So we've explored this theme as a standalone. Now I want to bring in the theme dynamics. So I'm curious if, and Petra, I'm going to come to you. Uh, come to you first with this question: Is there a theme, or maybe it's two themes, that you commonly find yourself pairing with your command to almost enhance its its uh, its contribution, its its way of playing out in the world? Um, what themes do you tend to to find comboing with with command? Yeah, thank you for that. Um, so I know Jen was talking about her activator. It's ready to go, right? People with activator can take ideas and move them into action. It's also a very forward moving, um, talent and it's also an influencing theme. So I think activator accelerates a command, right? It's that moving forward and warp speed going to warp speed. So I see that a lot. Like I started my own business. I felt really confident about that. I think that was that activator command combo. I think it's pretty common to um, have, I have four strategic thinking themes in my six, in my top 10. And I think that strategic thinking, right? So strategic is somebody who can see the path forward very naturally. Mm -hmm. And so you, you take that with your leadership of command. There is this, I know how to get there and I'm going to go do it. And I'm going to direct people because I know the path and the way forward. So I think that's really just kind of works very, very um, in sync with each other. And then lastly, I, I, I pull them out of my bag and I strap them on <laughs> my empathy and woo. So we talked a little bit about empathy. Woo is winning others over. It's my number six. Um, and I think that the empathy and the woo soften command. And I usually okay. need... I need the empathy and the woo to soften it 
to be effective with other people. I want to be in charge. I want to be right. And I've got to bring other people along with me. So I would say woo helps. Yeah. Woo helps. Cause I, I need to know who my audience is. Who's this other person over here to win them over. Cause I can't win them over the way I want to do it. Cause I would just direct everybody to go do it. Right. So I got to win them over. What's going to work for Chad? What's going to work for Jen? If I want to bring her with me. And so, and it's, you know, woo is also an influencing theme. And then empathy is a relationship building. So I would say that those are the kind of my activator moves forward, strategic thinking knows the path forward and empathy woo is going to soften that direct communication in a way that helps bring people along. Nice. nice. Kevin, I noticed you nodding along to most of what Petra just says. I also know that you are heavily, um, <laughs> you, have, you have a lot of influencing themes in your top five. I think it's four out of five, if I, if I recall. Um, uh, eight out of 10, I think. Oh, oh my gosh. Right. So we're going to the whole boat then. Yep. All right. So I'm curious, you have a slightly different blend than, than Petrol does. What themes do you go to to really get the most out command? Or maybe if it's maybe it's even that tempering um, component. Um, how do you, what pairings do you benefit from? Communication is useful. Because there's one thing telling people what to do, but but a message is you've got to communicate that clearly to them and in an articulate fashion. And it can be quite compelling if you're capable of doing that. So one of the reasons I started my own podcast, which Chad, you've been a guest on, yeah, is because I know that I'm good at communicating. I don't I don't mean the listening part of it. I'm actually good at speaking. <laughs> I'm a fluent speaker. I never struggle for words. They always come easily to me. So so that helps, I think. The other the other thing that probably moderates or the other theme that moderates a little bit, I also have woo like petrol. And so winning others over is quite an important theme, as you say, because otherwise command can be very direct about just go and do that. Right. I mean, and I've got self assurance as well, which means I'm very confident you should go and do that. <laughs> that's had its downside in my career as well, mostly in some of the decisions that I've made, I've been overly confident about, but that's a different story. You're asking me to look at the upside of it. So let's stay on the, uh, let's stay on the positive. Mm -hmm. uh, relator as well as the other one. That's the only relationship building theme in my top 10. So it's important to me to have close relationships with people. It's quite unusual to have woo and relator mm -hmm. in your top 10, yeah. right? Because one is woo is social breadth and relator yeah. is social depth. So I think those those three combined can't command communication relator woo. That's four, isn't it? Those 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 four work pretty well together. Yes. Wonderful. I love that we got four from both of you. So yeah. I'm sure our listeners will, will hopefully resonate with at least one of those now that we've put uh, essentially five or six on the table. You've got some overlap, um, but hearing the differences and with the way they come out is fantastic. Uh, Jen, now that we've explored sort of the theme dynamics, do you want to take us to our, our next question? Yeah. So, um, you know, with our experience with clients, like you said, Kevin, Command is not very prevalent. It's it's one of the least prevalent, and I I believe it's even like, uh, and we're not gonna don't no one quote me on it, and I I don't know the you know, statistics, but I believe that it's actually pretty um, uncommon for women to have command. Now, in my experience, most of the people I've met who have command actually have been women, and it was always very surprising to me when they come across me and and I see I have their talents in hand, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they have command. 
because it's so unique and especially just to find it in a woman too it was really interesting to me to i think there's a the there might be a reason for that though i, I, I wonder uh, if more societal mm-hmm. well i don't know I'd, I'd be i'd love to see that i've actually frankly well off topic to a degree but i've actually found women easier to coach or better to coach than men because women are generally massive generalization oh, it's my experience sure. prepared to be more vulnerable there's something about command uh, which is yes. confident vulnerability right oh it, i like that that it, yeah and and so and that's generally my experience so maybe there are more women that you come across well because there's more cliff and strengths coaches that are women anyway right right and maybe yeah. women are just more willing to embrace and be vulnerable about because mm. you have to be if you're gonna you know you have to look at your, yes. your strengths and your weaknesses right and they generally they're right. two sides of the same coin <laughs> correct mm. interesting yes Oh, I love that, that um, confident vulnerability. Um, so this gets me to my question. I'm sorry, a long-winded way to get there. But thinking about the people that we've coached in the past or maybe come across who have command in their, in their top five, have you noticed any that come across really differently than your own? Like you explained some, like those extroverted tended tendencies to, to those who have command. Um, but is there, can you think of any that are drastically different than your, than your own, Kevin? I'm going to come with you, come to you first. Yes, yes, I can. Um, I, the only thinking theme I've got is ideation, mm-hmm. and that that resonates with me. Actually, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's true. I think the the, the commanders that I know, the few that I know, that are, that look different to me generally because they've got strategic thinking. Okay. Yeah. Which makes them perhaps a bit more reflective. Oh, okay. Before they go out and tell people what to do. And they might have, they might be more confident about the plan they've got as opposed to, I tend to kind of shoot from the hip, gut instinct more than planning really is my traditional favorite style of operating. (laughs) (laughs) So they almost have a, like a built-in break then you think with their um, strategic thinking themes, like it maybe has that a little more introspection before it comes out. I certainly oh, look for partners that if I'm working with people that have have strategic thinking because it's not not a, a great area for me. Great. Okay. Petal, how about you? You I think you and I had a whole conversation about activator and and command before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do want to say I want to piggyback something Kevin said. I think when he said he shoots from the gut, I think there's something very intuitive about command. Um it's sure. hmm. kind of interesting and when we talk about theme dynamics I, you know, with my connectedness and empathy, I think all of that just kind of affirms that intuition kind of. And so it's like, I just know this is the right way to go. And that's maybe what drives us to just direct because we rely on that instinct, that intuitive instinct to just do that. Um, And not needing the other people kind of around to affirm us to go, well, it just seems like this is the right way to go. Um, To answer your question though, I, it's interesting. The people I have come across with who have met with command, they actually tend to be more women and paired with activator. So I do, and I've asked, we were talking about this. I was like, I wonder if Gallup has stats on (laughs) how many people have the command activator combination Mm -hmm. because it's pretty powerful and it's pretty like, let's move, let's go. 
Um, so it's, I, I haven't found kind of a, a lot of different pairings the way Kevin has. I've seen the command activator and I've seen mostly with women. I think, oh, I will say, I think I've seen command and competition together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which I guess Kevin has, I don't have competition. I don't even know where it is in my list, um, <laughs> at all. I'm not competitive, um, at all. Um, and my family is, so I'm always like, well, I'm going to step back from this. <laughs> like, like, that's a place I don't want to have come in. I'm like, I could care less about this thing that they're all like, winning, right? Yeah. So, um, I think it's common, maybe command and competitive competition, um, who, you know, comp- people with competition, they want to be the best. They want to win. They compare themselves with others. And um, it's a driving motivator to be the mm-hmm. best, right? And so you put that with command. I, I've seen that combination. Um, and I don't have that. Okay, great. I, I think the only the only one I have noticed um, was a, a, a closer family member um, that has individualization. So a lot of relationship building themes um, in their in their top, and then also has command and activator. What was surprising to me is before I knew their strengths, I could see the push, the like the confrontation, the like going at it, but I thought it came from activator. So it was really interesting to me to see the command was so high. And then as soon as I did, I was like, oh, that's, this is why this is the push behind it. Um, but I just thought that was really interesting. Chad, I know you have a, an opinion about that, um, that command well, versus activator. Well, I'm going to tie it together. I think a few things that, that our guests have uh, brought up and then you're also touching on, which is the rarity of this theme. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually don't have a ton to to add to the conversation in terms of specific people because looking at everybody that I've had in workshops and everybody I've coached, I only have about fifteen people out of the three hundred or four hundred people that I've you know exposed Clifton strengths to. So it speaks to the rarity of the theme that that Kevin initially mentioned. I think that where that comes into the conversation you're bringing up, which is we could often start to dissect actions based on what we think the theme might be because of the prevalence of it. So that pushing forward, that wanting to move, that wanting to take control, I think a lot of people might associate more with activator instinctively because they have not seen enough of a command, you know, had enough exposure to people with command. Once you get the language, and this goes back to both of our guests have pointed out, once they got the reports are like, oh, Here's the differentiator. You know, this is this is the language that speaks to command. This is the language that speaks to activator. Or you know, Kevin's got pretty much all the other influencing themes in his top <laughs> uh, ten. Um, but that's the differentiator. And so I think it's a, sort of a, not a cautionary note, but just something that leaders and team members should be aware of is is if you're trying to outwardly guess somebody's themes, pause. Yeah, you may be misplacing it. If you think it's activator, take a second. Might be command, or might be some of the other influencing themes, or it may even right. be something like responsibility. It suggests so the awareness and the, the the importance of taking the pause and or doing the assessment is really a place where I think a lot of team members and team leaders should p- put some attention um, because of the rarity. You're not going to see this on a, on occasion. That's why I'm so thankful we have two amazing guests highlighting this theme so well. Um, and I'm, I'm super grateful, especially with this being my 33. I'm, I'm learning all sorts of new things. I, I do want to take us to the next question, which just very quickly, 
Um, is there a particular image or uh, cultural reference or something that you would um, sort of bullet point as kind of a way that you introduce this theme to, to people? Um, one example, I'm going to use mine. I tend to think, even with it as low as it is, I tend to think of sort of the bullhorn, you know, mm -hmm. announcing this is the direction or these are the, this is the directive I'm giving you. Um, I know the bullhorn can maybe t get tied into that communication piece, but there's a, a, a directive about it, taking control of the situation. I think of police officers using it, you know, the loudspeakers on their, on their police cars. But I'm wondering for each of you, is there a similar sort of image or, or reference that you would use to introduce this theme to, to somebody just real quick? Uh, Kevin, why don't we hear from you first? If it's used responsibly and with self-awareness and moderating it using some of your other themes, an iron fist in a velvet glove. Mm. Oh, that's a I good like one. I like that. Love it. That's a great one. Yeah, Petra, where would you go with, with referencing this for people, especially if they're first-time learners? Well, my husband says he married a lion. So I'm going to go with a lion. Um, okay. Right? So a lion has such presence. Right? People, I've been on a safari in um, Africa and Botswana. And it's like, to see, you know, you see all these cool different animals. But when you come upon the lion, it's like there's this automatic presence that they have. That you know you're in the presence of kind of greatness and right and they're strong and they live in community um and they really have a very like the female the lionesses have um real um they'll fight to the death for their children for their their cubs there's that yeah. advocation part again yep. yeah <laughs> absolutely they yeah. will right and they're also the females are actually um the hunters so I think, right, which is kind of like the, you know, if we look back at our history, men were hunters and the women were gatherers, right? And so the female lion is the hunter. So kind of it's not your kind of traditional. So maybe I'm not a, you know, I'm kind of presence, courage, strength, and fight to the death for the cubs. Okay. Jen, do you have, do you have an image? Um, yeah, actually, I always think of the the person with command being almost like the per, the first responder. So they're the quick, the one to be quick oh. to like jump in, in during conflict. They're comfortable giving people orders. They're super direct, right? Um, not afraid to step on toes because that's their job. Like they need to get it done. They, you know, there's a specific goal in mind. So yeah, the first responder is the is my image for command. Love that. And I only have that after spending so much time with the two of you and understanding really those like, otherwise I think I probably would have gone to just that like a loud, like big pointing finger, like, you know, do it like I'm in charge. Um, but now understanding the depth of like where you guys are coming from and the motivation, I just have really landed on the first responder for you guys. Nice. Jen, do you want to take us to our last question? Yeah, sure. So, okay. In, in an attempt to help someone who has or help teams, team leaders or, or, or team members help someone who has command that's on your team, we want to help them bring out the best, um, bring, have their best contribution to the team. What is some advice you could give to team leaders or team members, Petchel, I'm going to start with you, to help bring that, bring that best contribution to the team for those oh. who have command? Yeah, great question. Um, because I think uh, we need we need um, kind of that feedback. Um, 
And so I would say uh, two pieces of advice is don't take it personally. If someone is speaking directly, mm -hmm. if you know the person has command, try not to take it personally. Like most people don't talk like the way people with command do. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of maybe don't take it personally, have some grace for it. And my advice is like what you could proactively do is um, if they said something in a way that you object to or offended by, or you think they're just rude or like judging you or something, I would say approach it with curiosity and call them out and say, hey, um, I'm just curious, what did you mean by when you said this? Or how did you mean that? Because I interpreted it this way and I'm curious if that's what you, you meant. And um, I say that because I, um, I think in our previous conversation, I, I kind of have this guardrail for me of a quote by Brendan Manning, which is a, an author. And he says, in every encounter, we either give life or we drain it. And there's no neutral exchanges. And so I keep that in mind, but I always, I don't always know that I'm taking or draining or being rude to you. I just don't know it. So I'm really just, I'm still learning. I'm still growing, right? We talk about raw to mature. And even though I've been living with this and have known about it, I took this assessment seven years ago. And as Kevin pointed out, it's daily for us. So, you know, be curious. Don't take it personally and say, hey, I received that this way. Did you mean it that way? Great advice. Great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And Kevin, how about for you? What would you offer? Well, I think people with command like transparency, like getting straight to the point, like to be clear with people. I think you need to let your staff know that's how you're likely to communicate with them. So again, yes, this is this is how I'm going to show up, right? Be be aware of that. But also, for me, the biggest learning has been the listening. Real leaders speak last. Okay. That's the most important thing, I think. It's because with command, you are very keen on diving in straight away. But let's get let, let the room talk first and just try and dial it back. Because, because you can be so forceful with command that other people don't feel able to make a contribution. They're now thinking, well, they know what he thinks. And especially if you're in a leadership position, you know, sure. Some people are not going to be comfortable about sticking their necks on the line. Command's always comfortable about sticking his neck on the line, much to its detriment if it's not properly used, as my experience has told me. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. Well, this has been a, a, a great show. I'm wondering, and I know that um, I can tell you want to advocate for this theme. I'm going to offer you an opportunity here at the end to help us summarize the show real quickly. What would you say, uh, I'm going to ask for each of you to give us sort of two key takeaways about this theme, and if we can keep it in maybe a, a bullet list sort of format to, <laughs> to really emphasize the point, really take control of the situation and the, and the episode. Um, to finish this out, um, what, are, what are the two, two key takeaways you would, um, you would want people to know about coming out of this episode? Kevin, I'm going to start with you. Petula, we're going to finish, finish up with you. Um, before we finish out the show. Well, I, 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 got, I got a lot out of this today. I got quite a bit from you, Petchel. Thank you for that. I, 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 my favorite TV series when I was a kid was Star Trek, the original one with William mm -hmm. Shatner. Yeah. Uh, what a beautiful program. Still, still looks good to me now. I mean, it's a wonderfully optimistic view of the future and how technology is going to play a part in uniting the human race, all these different identities. You know, it's so pertinent. 
But that message, as you say, to go boldly go when no man has gone before. I know they've changed that now. We don't say no man has gone before. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but 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 actually, if you, want someone to, if you want someone to lead you on a difficult message uh, mission to an, an uncertain destination, then command is, Commander James Kirk is the is the man you want for that role. Or Commander Petrol Lipka. <laughs> if you want to be Wonderful. looking at someone in today's in today's universe. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. So go, going going into the unknown, advocating, I love it. Petrol, you know, what would be your two, one or two key takeaways that you want people to know, uh, know about this theme? Know that we love and thrive in challenges. And so if we're in a challenging conversation with you or we're challenging you, it's because we care deeply and we're going to go and take you again, take you where somewhere you haven't done before. And we're in it with you because we care deeply. So know that's the place it's coming from and know that we're up for the challenge. Fantastic way to finish out our show. I know both of you have... Um, other awesome places to be to advocate for strengths. So uh, I know Jen and I want to say some things to our, our listeners and subscribers, but I just want to say thank you very much for your, your contributions and your participation today. But I know both of you have commitments elsewhere. So if you um, want to jump off and go do and spread the, the strengths message elsewhere, <laughs> um, we just want to thank you for your time and uh, wish you well in spreading strengths and taking your command in, in, into your next initiative. So um, thank you, and, and we really appreciate your participation today. Um, thank you guys so yes, much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. I'm actually going on a podcast to talk about strengths in marriage. Oh, fantastic. And my husband leads with empathy and I have command. So <laughs> we're going to have a feisty conversation. I'm Excellent. Excellent. Well, please give us the link so we can let our audience know. Share that. Thank <laughs> yes. you. Thank you. And Kevin, Thanks, it was so fun. Thank yes. you. Been a real pleasure. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Super Thank fun. you so much for your time, Kevin. It's really been a pleasure to have you back. Anytime. Live long and prosper. <laughs> All right. And with that, if you liked this episode, we encourage you to leave a, a review or a comment. Um, please do all those great things that the bots do that make sure that we get our message out to, to more people who want to learn about strengths and what it can do for them. Um, if you need to get in touch with Chad or I, uh, or it, even with um, Petchel and with Kevin, all of our information and contact stuff is in the show notes. Yes. So until next time, I'm Chad of Talent Teams Consulting, encouraging you to keep playing to your strengths. And I'm Jen Werner of Jen Werner Coaching, encouraging you to be uniquely you.